Oh, what's up, guys? Chris here. Welcome to More Than More Than Tattoos podcast. <laughs> Eight episodes in, still starting with the name. Eight more than. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, now welcome in. Um, appreciate you guys showing up. Uh, this is my co-host Tim here, and we're getting started a little late. We've been spending the the evening kind of adding to the studio. We're getting getting prepared for guests, so we added a couple pieces of furniture and. Uh, kind of sectioned off another another part of the the room here for that. How you feeling about it? Oh, dude, I'm fucking stoked, man. Yeah, man, it feels so cool mm-hmm. down here. Yeah, yeah. And before with that big ass couch over there, and you guys can't see, but it was tiny. Yeah, it, was it tiny. felt so much smaller, and it it's so weird how much like uh the curvature of a couch like that can affect and yeah. how big it is, and how much space it really takes. But yeah, it also had two recliners in and shit. But dude, yeah. I just like the way it is now, and the couches are brown. You guys will see it soon if you haven't already checked out that fucking Facebook post with the new couch. Yeah, but, buddy. Uh, I just think the colors all feel good and stuff. So I'm excited for when people come onto the show already thinking like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. I've been invited to do a show or an interview style mm-hmm. thing because I've experienced that, and that feels so good. But yeah. they'll get to come down here, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, dude, this shit. feels <laughs> awesome. Like yeah. we're just hanging out. It's cool. It's comfortable. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped on it, man. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. But uh, so today, I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, where we draw inspiration from. You know, maybe uh, how to kind of weed out or filter who you should be listening to, maybe for what parts of your life, because I feel like there's never one person that kind of feeds all of it. You know, you got family, you got you got your business, you got your your personal self. I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of growth right? in different areas of your life. And it's like, well, where do I get motivation, inspiration? Who do I look up to? And then how do I know where they're best to guide me at? Mm-hmm. Especially if you may never even talk to this person, you know? And over the past... You know, for me, 10 years, I'm sure you longer than we've been working together, but for the, at least the past five, uh, obviously I've been able to help guide a lot of things, but being that you're not a tattooer and you do social media and camera stuff, like you've had to gather your own sources of inspiration. Right. And we've talked a lot about a few people that's inspired you, but uh, there's a lot there's there's a lot of people out there that you, you've looked at and then you've had to decide, okay, this person, mm may not be what's right for me. Right. You know, this, this person may be too close to me. You know, this per you know. Um, and when I say too close to me, I mean, like for me, when I'm looking at tattooers, I'm looking for inspiration, I'm not looking at the guy down the street. Like for me, I'm seeking out world class. Right, like the top of the top. Top of the top. And even a lot of the top of the top carry traits or things about their personality or how they operate that I don't necessarily need. I'm just looking at for maybe art inspiration. Um, and then maybe, you know, I'm seeking out another person I've worked with for, you know, peace of mind or like family stuff, you know, is, is does that artist do dope ass tat? Does that also mean that he's a great husband? Right. No, right. You know? Um, so maybe some things that we're, we're looking for and, this is all off the top of the head right here. You know, right. just uh, just, just, just kind of thinking <laughs> about it as we go. 
but we've had we've had a lot of time a lot of conversations around this and we've we've done this quite a bit so i feel like we'll be able to generate some good stuff um but, but let me ask you this tim when you're when you're looking for someone to and i'll let you pick the area that's most important to you as far as like where you focus most of your growth but what are what are what are a couple of the main things that you're looking for and i guess that would would change or depend on what area but what what are a couple of main things that like right off the top of your head like what about this person will identify whether there's someone you want to follow or not well um i think that's a really good way to think about it because you might be able to easily discern um what why i'm following this person like what i'm following them for rather like what i'm going to get out of them but <clears throat> i was just having this conversation recently um with a friend about who I decide to follow because it's like, you could be an amazing artist, but you know, first and foremost, the thing that stops me most from following someone's advice and guidance, or maybe not seeking further from them is your, you know, your moral standards. Like where do you stand morally? Um, and that kind of gets into, um, it almost like a debate area because it's opinionated. Right. So, of course, to each their own. Yeah. Um, but I think that you should, just for me, my opinion is that I choose to follow someone that I morally align with. Like, the things that they, you know, the way they treat their family, the way they treat their friends, their peers, their friends, coworkers, um, even people looking to get advice from them. How do they treat those people? And uh, how do they treat themselves? You know, how do they view themselves? How do they view the world? You know, for me, that's, like all encompassing moral stance, like where is their moral standing? Yeah. Um, and you know, second to that, I would think, what have they done? What are their credentials? You know, and I don't think that that plays as much of a part as the moral stance, because I feel like I could learn a lot from a lot of people. So choosing who I'm following morally already cuts a lot of the people out, right? There's a lot of people I don't want to fall in this world just because I don't know that I believe in them fully um, mm -hmm. as a person. And I feel like your morals kind of dictate a lot of the decisions you make and even a lot of the pathways you take. So um, as a tattoo artist, for example, if I'm looking at them as inspiration, clearly I can't, I can favor them as like a mentor artistically in the means that like they're, always pushing to get better and stuff like that or trying to get creative. Of course I can't learn from them technically, but um, I would still be open to learning from that person if they were morally in check. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that I start there because uh, you know, I feel like when I learn something, I tend to let it spill into all areas of my life. Cause I'm such a, I would I would say that I'm pretty spiritual. So the things that I do in my day to day or even my career, friends, family, I always have like a preface to it. Like it's almost like meditating before I do it. Even if I'm not like physically taking the time or like intentionally meditating, like a lot of people do, I still have the mindset of it. It's like this is a spiritual act. It's you know, it's <clears throat> it's an act of something that I'm doing. I'm like gonna leave a mark while I'm here on this planet. So it, it's a little bit bigger for me. So um, if you just don't have like the care to that, or if I can't pick up that, if I brought up these concepts of my own to you, that 
if you didn't, if I felt like you wouldn't care about it, I'm probably not going to align with you. Yeah. You know? And I could tell you've put a lot of thought into that. And, you know, you may be asking, well, you know, how, how do you even know these things? And for me, it's because you've spent time focusing on where you want to go, what you want to be, maybe goals you have set, what you're trying to live into. And then now you're able to kind of identify what's important, what's not, and where to kind of put that focus. Um, you know, I think last episode we were talking about making goals. And then maybe this was a conversation I had outside of this podcast. But, you know, making decisions based on what goal you have set. And if it doesn't align with that or where you're going, then obviously it's not something that I need to spend a lot of time on, focus on. Um, or use to make decisions moving forward. Right. Um, but, yes, I mean, I agree with that a lot, man. And that's probably the first thing I look for. You know, what – and and if, if I'm looking at people through Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube is probably a little easier because you're actually watching people and how they act and, like, how they're speaking. They're being their natural self most likely. Um, but, yeah, if, if someone – you know, if their verbiage, if they're how they're speaking on other people doesn't align with what I'm what I'm trying to do, live into, then yeah, I may may use them for ideas or you know something else. But uh, for me, man, it's it's obviously I put a lot of time and love into my business, but the thing that's most important to me is being a husband. You know, mm-hmm. being being a father. Um, and I've had mentors in my life that I felt were really good in that area. But then there was also a, a few guys in there that had a lot of those principles. But there was just one or two things that maybe they said to me. And I was like, dude, I can't get behind that. Yeah. Um, and for example, you know, we, me and Katie, we got engaged eight years ago. Long time to be engaged. I get it. Um. But we decided, okay, it's time to make something happen. And there was a couple guys that I was working really close with, personal development, leadership coaching, stuff in that realm. And I was following their footsteps. I was taking their advice. Uh, and then when I told them, you know, I'm working towards getting married. And a, and a lot of success principles, you know, you want to save money and you want to not focus on a lot of areas that maybe don't help you get somewhere faster, you know, delayed gratification kind of mindset. Right. Um, but they're like, man, just, just get married. Just go to the courthouse, you know, and, and actually told me like, you know, how often I think about my, like my wedding day, you, you know, you think I think about that daily and they're like, no, I don't, I don't hardly ever think about it. And to me, that little piece of advice, I had to mm. fucking cut it, man. Fuck. Because like, for me, it's, I want to remember that shit, you know, like I want to think about that every day. And like, I want it to be, if it's going to happen once, I want it to be the fucking time of my life. You know what I'm saying? And that one piece of advice, I, I, I basically stopped my business venture. I totally separated and quit associating with, Mm. um, because I was like, man, you know, like you're supposed to be married to this woman, which they, he was, um, you know, and being a religious Christian guy, like that's supposed to be top, top priority. Like a peak moment in your life, like maybe perhaps one of five. Yeah, and right? it's like for you to say that you never think about it, it's not on your radar, you were satisfied with the court 
getting married, you know, going out of the courthouse, which is totally cool. I think that you can do that and still hold these moral values and it still be a day you remember forever and it be something that is special. Like, I'm not knocking that. Right. But for my vision and just the way he laid it out to me to where, like, you don't, you don't even think about it. It's not that big a deal to you. Dude, I fucking cut it right off, you know? Fuck and, yeah, and man. And that's just... That that was a really big example of that, and there was a lot of emotions tied there, and there was a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of fucking going to battle with this dude, you know, like trying to accomplish something. And man, that 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 one hurt. I was surprised that that was the advice I got, you know, and I just decided not to align with that anymore, you know, and and uh. I just can't, I just couldn't move forward knowing that that's how he felt. And if I do go make this big decision, how is he going to feel towards me? How It just made me question it. It broke down that trust or that, you know, that pedestal I may have had him on, you mm-hmm. know? And I just couldn't do it. I fucking parted ways, you know? Man. And that, that, that's an extreme example, but uh, I had a goal, I had a vision, I had something, you know? And not that I just needed him to back me up just because I, you know, I wanted to hear him say I had a good idea. But I don't know, you know, it was, it was crazy to me. Yeah, that's wild. And we even talked about that on the last episode that there's a level of like, <clears throat> this could go a couple of different directions. So I'm really only offering one perspective here. But we were talking on the last episode about, uh, you know, having brothers and sisters around us that like, if one of them is noticeably holding themselves to a higher standard, but I fucking love these people and they're what built me up. Well, what the fuck am I doing? Like I I need to raise to the occasion, you know, rise to the occasion. That's what we fucking talked about, you know, and I, I need to step up because I'm not down to live with guilt in my heart that I'm like not doing as much for them or I'm not even offering an example of leadership to them. And we've got some people in our lives that, like, I couldn't even think, I couldn't even imagine that I'm inspiring them, but I feel like I, maybe I do, you know, maybe I do raise my brothers and sisters up, but it can't come from a place of, like, trying to tear down ideas or, or something like that. And even if they was in that situation in particular, to, like, just build you up to say you have a good idea where it's, like, I don't know. I think intuition is, I've got a strong intuition. You know, I feel like I've got like, maybe you call it like a gut feeling or, or, you know, a sixth sense or something, but I just feel like I've always been, maybe not even always. Cause my, my personal, like you kind of noted on this a little bit, like my, my, my pathway of personal growth started before you and I lined up or got in sync or whatever. Um, but I don't think that I would have been, you know, talk about luck, you know, opportunity met with preparedness. We, we, you know, preach that, but had I not started my journey earlier in starting to make some decision-making on who I trust with stuff, I don't know if I had been in the right position to like accept your offer or right. Or maybe I hadn't even been open to like, making that Facebook status. I just want to change. Granted, I was offered a lot more than I could have ever imagined. Like I had no clue what I was walking into the lifestyle that I was being handed really. But how much of it was really being handed to me, you know, but 
um, I, I digress. That's a little bit of a, yeah. um, you know, a trail down, but rabbit hole. But so, I don't know. I just feel like if you're not like giving your honest self to one another and then say like you do get into like a difference, like a disagreement or something like that. Of course, you could always talk that that out and see where the goal is and what is to learn. But I would think as like a either a mentor or like you know a, I I don't well, like a co student. You you have to like give your honest self, and if you know that you're not feeding into what this person's vision is, yeah, it shouldn't be of a moral stance. But I'm I can't imagine get, having that opinion. After seeing what someone else's opinion is and being like, "Well, bro, it's just your wedding. Yeah. It's just it's just your wedding day. Like, I don't think about that shit." It was like, "Well, clearly you don't care about it as much as I do." And I'm like, not even there yet. Yeah. I'm trying to get that shit up here because I want my life to be beautiful and yeah. like golden. I don't want to like trade any of that. And I think me and you have ha- I've I've pr- pretty much you know drove that nail into the fucking wood, but. I, I just care about my life feeling beautiful. Yeah. I think I think the line just has to be if I feel like distrust has been broken. You know, that moral stance. If if that line was crossed and in your gut you feel like now I second guess things, even if a lot of stuff does align, but I find myself still, s- still second guessing your intentions, I just can't move forward, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now that, that went pretty deep, but... On a career level, you know, being a young tattooer with Instagram flooded, you know, how do we decide who who we should look up to? You know, and and it comes circles circles back to, well, how big's your vision? You know, do I right. do I want to be the best of Springfield? Okay, well then I'm going to watch the people in Springfield, and and I'm going to find I'm going to seek out someone who I think is just levels above. You know, I'm gonna, I'm going to f- seek out. Maybe maybe who's the biggest artist in Columbus or who's the biggest, you know, who's the biggest couple artists in Ohio, you know, and I think by default that will help pull me above the small area that I'm trying to to compete with, mm-hmm. you know, but if I'm trying to be one of the best in the United States, I'm like trying to seek out top five, top 10 artists in the world that I, that I align with, you know, who's to say who's better, who's not, it's art, you know, it's all opinion based and how you see it, you know? Right. And that gets into a creative space. Right. And I think that's really interesting to note because this whole digital age, which we touch on a couple, I mean, it's pretty much in every episode, you know, I'm talking about the digital world, <clears throat> but you can't gauge someone's moral stance through a video all the time. Right. Or like just tattoo photos, but they still offer a lot of, um, Benefit, right? Mm-hmm. If you're able to dissect or like, um, what's the word? Disassociate the moral stance from it because I think that's important too. I don't want to just harp on like the moral stance super hard because of course I have uh, people that inspire me that aren't morally driven. Now, um, the people that I kind of put through the moral check is usually people I know in person. Like, are you in my close circle? Um but I think it's very interesting on how to like break down who to be inspired by uh, digitally, right? Or from an online presence. So what was that process like for you when you're starting out with tattoos and you're like, man, 
because I know you've always been pretty ambitious. It's something that I think that has got me to stay around because I've never had ambition in my life ever. So when you started out, do you feel like you started with that ambition? Like I want to try to aim for the top 10% of the world or maybe even the country. Um, and yeah, do you have anything? What was that process like for you? That grew over time, but I think that wanting to be the best on the little league baseball team was where it started. Like I just wanted to be, you know, my dad instilled that, you know, like, and I, and I think that I had the mechanics and the ability and the know-how and the hand, I, I had all that stuff to help me, but that's where it started, dude. I just wanted to fucking be the best on the team, best in the little league, you know? And when I started tattooing, uh, I, I started with a real, real, He's he was my mentor, so I hate to say shitty, you know, a shitty mentor or a shitty person. I hate to say that. Like, I don't, I don't want to say that. But people change, but were was. I think you know, because I used to be shitty, like yeah. full transparency. Oh, he's yeah. still still shade a shade muffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, motherfucker, people can change. It's not my fault he ain't. <laughs> but uh, but so I knew right off the rip, like I want to be better than that dude. Like I want everyone who comes in the shop. To see that how he operates and it being his shop, like I had to push through that. I wanted to be seen in a way that, like, okay, he's fucking got something right. Like, in man, this that shop is kind of, eh, but that that Chris yeah. too, like he does shit sharp. Yeah, like, so that's he's clean. So that's where it started, and then uh, you know, bouncing around a couple different shops, I didn't really have any major inspiration early on in person there was just instagram instagram's always been a great place to find quality artists and i found people that was doing the style that i wanted to do and i was just building up and I'm basically cop not copying but stealing ideas uh, concepts yes i wanted to note uh, that just real quick a good a great art or what is it uh it's it's a fucking book hip said it. it's like a a a bad artist copies a great artist steals yeah something like something that, like that you know? but the concept is pretty much like a bad artist will copy what someone's doing and just replicate it yeah a great artist will steal things from that artist like yeah. oh he does this thing really dope i'm gonna take yeah. that and make it into this whole thing because i steal from everybody take right? different aspects of this aspects of this and try to combine and then try to duplicate you know and when i was in high school doing jvs ctc graphic arts design that was a that was a whole that was a big part of the class was studying artists who revolutionized painting art you know the art field you know so i I knew early on like that was kind of what i had to do i had to find greats and then i had to, to work towards that right um but i was always missing the in person mentor coach someone to thrive off of in person and when i got into aisle nine it kind of opened up a whole whole nother level but i always knew that if i watched this person next to me too closely like i would i would be on the same playing field they are you know and i and you're right i always had that urge to want to be bigger than so i knew that i had to seek higher sources um but i never really went to instagram for the moral advice or like the, the serious stuff. Like while I was doing this, I was also helping raise a kid. So like I wasn't going to Instagram or other tattooers to help build up that aspect of my life. Of course. Um, 
because it's hard to morally check those people, yeah. you know, and you, you don't just reach out to a dude that does dope artwork and you're like, I fucking hope he's a great dad. Yeah. He's going to hook me up. <laughs> yeah, right. 100%, man. <laughs> because and, uh, just a small joke, I feel like it's um, probably really difficult to be an insane, like a f- dude, like top 5% in the world and be a dad. Yeah. I feel like you're gonna be a little bit slower getting there. You might still hit it, yeah, but you're gonna hit a little, you know, a couple years later than you would have being a father, you know. Yeah, and I feel like uh, I feel like I have delayed a lot of things. You know, uh, the guests we're getting ready to have on here. I've watched him from the outside since we haven't worked together in a few years. I've watched him travel the world. You know. But in my position, it's uh, I have to delay that. You know, I have to I have to understand that my time hasn't come yet, but I can still grow in other aspects. But as far as like being a good human, like treating people how they're supposed to be treated, you know, having a humbleness and uh, humility about him that I fucking admire. You so hard, you know. I I could feed off that, you know. But. Uh, <sighs> It's tough, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to to find those people. And I know there's a lot of people out there that's like, man, I just don't have anyone to to feed off of. So how do we put ourselves in the position to find those people? You know, to find those people in real life. You know, and I think tattoo conventions are a great a great place. Uh you know, obviously growing up in the church, I ran into a lot of people there that uh, would be great for certain aspects of my life. I've had clients. Clients has been a, a great source. Oh, I've man. worked with some great people over the years. And Ty Fisher being one of them, dude has a level of peace like no other. Dude, the woosaw on that boy is oh, fucking man. wild. Oh, man. And, he, yeah. Okay, dude, he told us that he ate the same chicken and rice with like a veggie. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. It was a sweet potato, sweet right? Sweet potato and like a piece of chicken or for yeah. fucking years and he's just like, "Bro, it's it's That's, fucking good. Yeah, it's, it feeds my body and it's dude, not what's important to him that either." That dude looks you know? good too. He does. Yeah. He's f- <laughs> 55 and I mean, dude's chiseled, you know. Right, like so so in love with his like family and his like life. It's just like yeah, you and, get to a point where you're like, I have to ask him the question, like, what do you have that I yeah. need to get right? And I think that is a good transition into, like, what do you do when yeah. you're at that point and you're like, I've I've got to figure it out, right? Yeah. What are the yeah. next steps? Yeah. So obviously he was a client and I worked with him, but if I wasn't taking the time to ask him questions and like try to get to know about him and try to connect. I mean, we wouldn't have a relationship eight years later. You know, we we wouldn't be coming on this podcast. You know, we wouldn't be having meetings outside here, you know, to where we're we're hanging out talking about life. That just wouldn't be a thing because I didn't take the time to to check his fruit, as corny as that sounds. Like, you know, that's really what I'm looking for. Like, what do you have? Like, what's your life look like? And people love that attention. People love to talk about themselves. So, so when I get into that conversation, I genuinely want to know. I'm not just doing it to see what I can get, but I, I'm trying to create that connection. And countless clients has has filled the bill, you know. And as tattooers, you know, you may tattoo two, three, four people a day, you know, working five days a week, 20, 20 clients a week. 
uh, there's a lot of potential there to, to run into those people, you know? Um, and that's, that's been a great source, a great source of being able to connect with people. Cause I really don't do shit outside of tattooing. Like I don't really go a lot of places. I don't put myself out to, to find those people organically in the world. They usually will come into my chair. It's people I've worked with family, uh, recently I did go, see, I've been going to see a therapist, you know, so I did put myself in that position to, uh, you know, to have someone else to talk to. And, um, as far as like, I ran into him at Speedway and maybe this is a therapist thing. No fucking shit. Maybe this is just something that like, he didn't know how to react. You know, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And like held the door for him. And he was just like head down and skirt, you know, kind of scurried away. Like maybe, maybe he was just like nervous to read. I don't, I don't know if that's just, if they don't like seeing their clients outside of work or, but it felt like outside of his comfort zone, he was, you know, it wasn't the same person. Uh, you know, so for me, that almost made me question, like, should I be taking certain advice from said person? Because outside of this area in his life, maybe he just has terrible self-confidence or, you know, just not good with people outside of work. And he's just spitting off what he's learned in books. And, that, you know, oh, uh, so it just made me kind of second guess, you know, if he would have just been like, oh, hey, what's up, Chris? And that was it. I wouldn't have those feelings, but the fact that he like almost didn't say anything to me and he just like head down and scurried out, you know, I was like, well, should I go talk to this person when I feel like I have a better self-confidence and I'm not going to the therapist to like solve some big anxiety problem or some, you know, I didn't even know what I was going for. I just felt like I needed to talk to someone and maybe shine light on a blind spot. But after that interaction, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right, you know, and, and there's a lot of therapists that, you know, I could easily talk to a different, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that small instance made me wonder, you know, should I be taking life advice from this person? You know, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back and just, you know, I'm not just going to be like, Oh, you know, you fucked up. I'm not going to see you again. So I'm, I'm going to go back and talk with him, but my, my antenna's up. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I just gonna feel it out because he was, it was good conversation in there. I feel like I got good advice. I feel like he had some good answers, and it was kind of like aligned with thoughts and ideas that I already had. You know, so I'm not just gonna like fucking cut chop things off. Yeah. But now I'm just a little more. Things like that make you weary, especially when you're like putting so much effort into like growing yourself and putting because i know there was a lot of time that you put into like all right i'm going to walmart i'm going to to target i'm gonna i'm gonna try to i'm gonna go to the coffee shop and try to connect with somebody i'm gonna put myself in the spot to learn and grow even if i like i'm not even looking for anything out of it other than i'm gonna learn something about talking to people right yeah when you do that enough and then you see someone like a therapist, uh, dude. There's a lot that there's a there's almost like this like uh, connotation that comes with the word therapist. Like those motherfuckers probably get put on more of a pedestal in America than any other like like job title or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like therapists and psychiatrists right now in America is like top of the line. It's like higher than doctor. 
right? Like even though they're usually doctors, you know, yeah. the therapist land, the, the, the title comes with like, I'm going to trust you with every last little fucking fear, every insecurity I have, every little, like, it's almost like it used to be priest. That's what it used to be. Now it's therapist, right? I'm going to tell my therapist everything. Um, but when that person like, bro, you have to know you're put on such a pedestal that when you go out to the fucking speedway just trying to get gas or like buy a pack of cigarettes or something like that and you don't like want to treat one of your people that are fucking feeding you like an individual of course that's going to draw me to question yeah right but ultimately where that was coming from uh well first off moral moral check bam like that's immoral to me like you're not going to treat me like we can get behind webcam or like a phone call and, yeah. and you know, you can treat me good, but then when I see you in person, like, you know, and for me saying this to you right now, it's not like, I don't, I never want, and this is like a public conversation that I think this is probably the more, most intimate, maybe the conversations gotten on the podcast, but it's like a uh, good example of the pure conversations we have is like, I don't think that when you and I t- tell our opinion to one another, it's like projecting, unless we preface it with like, like, I love you, brother, but I think this might be the best option for you, you know, in my opinion. That's usually what it comes with. So there's never, like, this uh, feeling of, um, like, you're doing the fucking wrong thing or, like, it's not you like know. A, not, not like a teardown. Right. It's not, it's not a teardown. And um, saying that I definitively think that my opinion's better than yours. But, man, if I was in your shoes, I would feel like... Like, like, damn. Yeah. Can't even, can't even give me a what up or, you know, so like, then you go back to like what we were really talking about is like putting someone on moral check, but well before you even get to that point, which I don't think maybe you got a lot of options to do this with them because I didn't either with my therapist, but asking them some good questions, you know, or even getting to the point where I want to ask some questions because that's like, dude, like asking for help. Because that's ultimately what it is. Whether you're asking for, dude, build my designs up. Like, help me with my designs. Or critique me. Or, you know, show me your shit. What are you doing? Or, hey, therapist, you know, here's my life. Here's what I'm. my thoughts are. Help me discern these things. Not, I don't want you to project your fucking thoughts onto me and constantly be telling me what you think. Help me figure my own shit out, you know. Help me, like, help myself a little bit, you know. Um... But you, you have to get to a point where you're like, I want to ask the question at all. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And we've touched on that a couple of times. And it's like the ego thing. The ego thing gets too strong where they're like, man, I, I'm, I'm too good for that. These motherfucking lights, you know. <laughs> if you want to see the lights stay the same color, you go to God, but go buy a shirt. Okay. You got to go <laughs> sub to the Patreon or something. We're getting there. But, we blew our wad on furniture. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're trying to deck this motherfucker out. But... Um, but you know, you, you have to like want to ask the questions and I, dude, I empathize with, cause I experienced that when I started with you, I was like, man, I got to have it figured out. Yeah. I've got to like know the shit, but like, who do you learn from? Do you just like constantly wait until the information comes to you or do you like seek it? Because when I played baseball, you chase the ball. You yeah. come up on the ball. You know, you don't yeah. wait for the ball to come to you because that's not safe. And we know we know why that's not safe. Or anyone that plays baseball knows why that's like physically not safe to do because you don't know what that fucking ball is gonna do. Yeah. Um 
it could fucking pop up on a rock and pop, yeah. pop you in the mouth, which, which has happened to me almost every single time I've not <laughs> chased the fucking ball. If you can see, okay, that ball's on the ground right now. If I can get to it while it's still on the ground, yeah. I'm going to be able to catch it. I'm going to get it to fucking third. Then we can get to second and first. Yeah. That's triple out right there. So, you know? so let me ask you this, and maybe, maybe these, maybe this would come to you after talking with or had some time to develop some questions. But if you had off the top of your head, you know, or could go back to when you had a therapist or was talking to someone, what even would that question be? Like, what, mm. what would that question even look like? Man, now that I is this like, can I can I answer this in a in a way that I have already, like me right now, I've had a therapist and I've gotten close to one and then I lost one technically because they like got another job so they couldn't see me no more because they weren't part of the practice or whatever. But, um, or do you want me to answer this prior to having a therapist? Cause I feel I mean, like what, I, what feels more real to you? What feels more real to me is like when I haven't seen one, right? Um, and, and, and if you were in a position to find one, these might be questions that you would want to ask. Yes. And not, not on the back end of like, okay, I'm already seeing you. Now these questions have developed. So yeah, that would, that would be great. Because I feel like, I feel like more people haven't seen a therapist than they have. And more often than not, once you have seen a therapist, it's like, you know, it gets messy. You know, because most of the time therapists won't really share a lot about themselves because they're supposed to be sterile, a lot like medical equipment. Right. Um, Which is why I think when a therapist sees you in public, they'll do that. They'll be super sterile. Right. (laughs) Would you say that he was sterile? He didn't give you anything left or right. Technically from his perspective. But what he doesn't understand is he did give you unsterileness. Yeah, can we appreciate this like sterile fucking analogy I'm using <laughs> right now? But he gave you, uh, like I would say, like you know, he used like an unsterilized machine on you yeah. for a moment because almost he gave by you. almost by trying to be so so withdrawn and blank, it left a taste in my mouth that like you know, well, you could at least said hi, you know, exactly. And it's it's overcompensation, right? And dude, me and you have talked about that. Because I fuck, I'm the king of over overcompensating, right? Um, so, I what was the question? What would a que- What would something be you had? What, on, what a right. question would be prior to having a therapist? What would I ask a therapist before seeing them? And I've never seen a therapist before. Mm, I know it'd be tough. I it'd think, be tough because I had I had a hard time even after meeting this person. Like what? I would ask, you know, uh, dude, it's like, how much does it cost? That's shitty, but that's my real answer, you know, and that might, that might dip into a little bit more of like, like, like America capitalist America type thing. But I, I, I really thought that was my first question. And that's so now that I'm answering that. So honestly, that's so fucking shitty that that was my first question. And this person, how much is the price? You know, and it seemed fair, so I got to know this person. Now, I'm, I was lucky with, like, real-life instances. I, you know, I found someone that was in my price range, and they were able to work with me. And they were actually a really sweet person, you know. And I think that kindness goes a long way with being a therapist because a lot of people are sterile. That's that overcompensation coming in where they're like, I'm not trying to give them 
any idea that I have an opinion one way or another. I'm just trying to bounce off of them, which I think I tend to do a lot, but that's overcompensating because like my fucking opinions are good. My morals are good. I, 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 I can have faith in my morals. So like when I give someone an opinion on something or like they're trying to share something with me and I'm being overly sterile with them, it's like I'm not even giving them the best parts of what they deserve or of myself, you know? Like, I'm not even giving them love to build them up. So, I, I wish the question was better, but it, it really came down to how much it cost. Well, and, and knowing where you came from, you know, just a few years prior to getting started with me, I could understand that. You know, if, if you ran into someone and they were charging an arm and a leg... And it's then, then the question would have been, well, are you just here for the money or you do really care? Or, you know, I, I feel like that would easily be tied in, you know? Yeah. Um, and just at such like, I guess that's a little tough. And maybe, maybe asking what, what questions would I ask a therapist is a little tough because like, sure. I knew it. I knew it fucking would be. <sighs> that's hard. And it, and it feels like I almost like kind of whiffed on the answer a little bit because you, I would, so have loved to give an answer that could have pushed the narrative of this episode a little bit stronger. And maybe this is a little bit of a hard side tangent that we weren't expecting this episode, but um, I feel like someone that's actually so desperate and hungry to get help, but understands that they don't have all the money for like the top tier. Like this person's going to get into like my finances. They're going to get into like my fucking, like really get into my head and figure out what's going on with me that I can get, like a perfect life plan out. Um, I couldn't afford that. So dude, I just give me kickstarted. Just give me the yeah. fucking, give me like five bucks of gas, you know, give me, give me in the car. I'll be able to like get down the street and maybe find another couple bucks or something or, you know, find some work. You, you, you get the analogy, yeah. you yeah. know, <clears throat> but I really do think that a lot of people are struggling with that. And it, it's tough because like I said, I do think it came specifically to being a therapist and I was asking about price and I think those people having charged less than like the medium cost, like the average cost of therapists, they were here to help people, which is, I think you were, what you were kind of getting out is like, I can gauge what they're looking to accomplish morally because they're opening themselves up to help more people despite no credit check kind of thing. Um, so I feel like I, on a level, did garner a higher trust with that sure. because of those reasons without thinking about it. Granted, I was coming from, like, fucking brokenness. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But brokenness, but wanting to fucking grow. Like like, I'm a, like I said, level of desperation. It's like, dude, I can't afford more than, like, fucking 75 bucks a pop on this bitch. But that, even that's not even an expense I was used to before. Yeah. But I'm going to dump into this because it's at least going to get me kickstarted in a better lifestyle, yeah. which it did. When I feel like a lot of a lot of people, a lot of tattooers that I know could probably resonate a lot with that, you know, as far as, uh, you know, I, I feel like the, the quote, starving artist runs deep. You know, I mean, out of all the quotes, out of all the quotes you can think of in the art world, like for me, that stands out the most, you know? So I could totally see how putting your trust in somebody who wasn't out to make the most money, you know? But on the other hand, it's, you know, how did they become 
to the level they are, you know, I, I do think there's a flip side to that, which we don't really need no, to, to jump agree. down, you know, but, uh, I, I, I do, th- I feel like there's a flip side to that and, you know, someone who does charge a ton may, may just be fucking good, you know, but in your place at your time, I feel like, you know, I could totally see that being a first question, you know, and it probably would be for a lot of people. But now that I've had a therapist, can I give you my other answer? Yeah. Now that I've had a therapist and I've learned so much in terms of what like value means in terms of finances. And when we're looking at pricing across a multitude of different, like various services that people are offering, it's hard to constantly putting their $1 value against this other person's $1 value. Right. Because it might fucking teeter, right? Like yeah. that. That depends on the person and the demand, right? Yeah. Um. So when you kind of correlate that over to like artists, tattoo artists specifically, I'll say, like therapists, I think can affect you for a lifetime. Like my therapist did. You know, there's there's tools that she gave me that I'll carry forever, and I passed on to so many people for free. <laughs> Right. Because like it's it. Why wouldn't I? It's just and I I don't hold it against therapists for charging for their services, but I'm not a therapist. so I'm not going to charge for that. Right. But I'm a photographer. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to be mad at my fellow brother for charging less than me, you know, because maybe they're different. Maybe maybe they do weddings or maybe they just do portraiture or maybe they do tattoos and they have less experience or maybe they have a different value on their money. Yeah. That's fine. Like, dude, you have so much to offer the world still. Um, that is different than what I have to offer and people can choose yeah. what they want to do with their money and like who they align themselves with because there's so many different ways you align yourself with people. Like yeah. I just said, morally. And, and that's, that's what I'll kind of itching to say. Everything you just said, it circles back to, the morality of the person, whether they charge a lot or a little, how are they showing up as a person right. and how are they treating you? You know, dollar amount aside, you know, w- what morals do they have? Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to discern that with just conversation. In I my agree. opinion. And I think this, uh, you know, and we still have a lot to unpack in this episode. I think a lot of good stuff, but maybe to drop like a hint on like one of the episodes that we want to do coming up. I mean, you already actually mentioned this. I think uh, in the last episode, we're wanting to do a live episode on consultations, mm. but that's where for tattoo artists, because I know there's been a couple people that want us to tack, like tacked uh, like real life instances of the tattoo world to this podcast. Um, Cause you know, it is more than tattoos, but we can talk about the tattoo shit, like the specifics. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's where it comes down to for tattoo artists, because there's a couple of core beliefs that I think other tattooers in the industry have that I differ from. And I brought to the table as like a hard stance, which we could probably talk about that in another episode. Like me coming in as a little guy and like this fucking goat, he's one of the greatest of all time. Right. That's, that's, that's what he's on right now me coming in being like, well, I think you're wrong about this and I'm not going to waver to that because I really think, I really think you're wrong here. Or I have a very strongly, like a strong opinion on something being different here with the structure of that. But ultimately when you come down to the conversation that you have or a consultation, I guess you, I I feel like you could almost call it like 
This this is kind of funny, and I just had this like weird thought, but you cringe could, alert, cringe alert. <laughs> but you could almost change the term consultation into conversation. Hey, do you want to schedule a conversation? Yeah, you want you do you want to schedule a conversation about your tattoo? Because that's what the fuck it is, right? Yeah. Like you don't do the hard talking. I think trying so hard to do all the value building beforehand like i'm gonna do a lot of it on digital i'm gonna do a lot of it in person and then i'm gonna tell them the price kind of thing um i think that's kind of pandering you know what i mean like why can't you be building value with someone the whole way through and then giving them all the information just having some transparency with them um but ultimately this thing of like building a moral stance with your clients because this is real like the reason we had this thought of an episode was because I think we can reverse engineer it. That's a lot of what me and you, me and your mechanics are is like, we're locking onto a thought that we have ourselves like, Oh fuck. I like to be acknowledged. What if we reverse engineer that? What if we literally back work that and start to direct it at how we can use that for other people for the intent of just actually making them feel good? Because there's, some like call it manifestation or something or like you could almost call it karma you know like understanding that my intent is really the arrow of my karma right it like will teeter left and right and when i choose to do stuff for the better and alleviate myself of the pressure of doing it for money i'm just doing it like i've got a price point that i have to charge to do my business and maintain the lifestyle that i have that i desire but i'm not trying to just make a billion dollars in a year there's a price point you can you can actually calculate that right but when you're when you're doing that in the appropriate way i think that your karma is teetering to like the positive side Right. And you're starting to like think more about how can I just like honestly provide value to people when I have them in my chair or at my car shop, in my photo booth, when they're in my fucking cash register line, you know. And in return, fucking good things happen. Good things fucking happen. A great example of that. And just real quick, Doug Haney, you know, I I spent uh, a lot of time with him. And and one of the first apprentices (laughs) I had in the shop. Had a very terrible opinion, but I got to know him. I spent time with him, build him up, asking about himself, you know, help help inspire, motivate him. And he fucking his the new house we just bought, his daughter lives next door. He straight called the owner two days before they was mm. gonna sell and plugged us in and helped us get the house. I didn't expect that. I didn't I wasn't aiming for that. You know, I was I was just trying to be a good a good person, someone who's tattooing him and he got a good experience. And it fucking turned into you know a dream like home, this. You know? what, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, like this all whole podcast, what you guys see wouldn't you know? happen without yeah. Doug Haney. And like small plug to fucking Doug Haney. Appreciate you, man. Like yeah. DJ Doug Haney. Yeah, the oh. fucking yeah, <laughs> <Dougie> baby. <Doug. laughs> Let's go. But but uh, yeah, man. Just like I'm gonna I'm gonna just try to bless this person today. Yeah. You know, like what was the quote you had? Uh, Zig Ziglar, right? If I help enough people get what they want, inevitably, inevitably, I'm gonna get what I want and deserve, like in return, yeah. right? Yeah. And I just, I, like I said, it's the same thing as manifestation, man. You can, it's so easy. It's such an easy thing to act like it doesn't exist. Uh, but the moment you start acting like it fucking doesn't exist, it's probably not. 
it's it's not going to happen for you, right? I feel like that's what faith has to do with it. That's what like fate maybe like, and we could. That's a whole conversation, like the yeah. whole free will thing. But yeah, um, yeah. But did you just like what the fuck do you have to lose to not believe in it? Like to yeah. believe in yourself, to bet on yourself, to bet on the people around you, right? Like yeah. to think that I use this analogy all the time. If every two people. On, or if every one person on the planet was the only job was I'm going to make a shirt for someone today and feed two people, every person on the planet would be fed, every person would be clothed, you know, every person would be taken care of. Granted, that could expand to like, today we're going to work on someone's house, today we're going to work on someone else's food. If every person did that, it'd be a big fucking circle and everyone would be taken care of. That's just like a cheat code of life, but, but it, you know, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And that's why you have like the left side and the right side, yin and yang. You have like good and evil kind of thing because some people are in a lesser place in life where they're just upset or hurt, you know, and they're trying to work through that. And other people are in a better spot to help those people that are hurt. That's the way the fucking life works. But not everything can be all in sync like that all the time, but what can I do? What can yeah. I, when I wake up today, what can I do to yeah. this world? Where can I leave an impression today that's going to matter in 30 years? Yeah. And maybe if it fucking doesn't, you know, I'm, I might be a stepping stone to someone's better life. And that's all I'm trying to be. It's yeah. like a stepping stone to someone else's better life. Because I know that someone else is going to be a stepping stone to my better life, yeah. right? Well, and I, and I think this this last 10, 15 minutes conversation could do just that. Because like I said, I know a lot of tattooers right off the top of my head that could use someone to talk to. Yeah, and if you can't find someone organically in the world, there are therapists you can seek out right on Google. You know what I'm saying? And it was nice having someone to talk to and bounce ideas off of, you know? and I do know what it's like to not have someone to talk to and the weight that it bears, you know, and it can be real lonely and it can seem like there's just no reason to fucking move forward, you know, but that's a scary place to be, you know, and you got to fucking talk to someone, you know, and if you don't have someone in your life, you go pay someone to be in your life to help, (laughs) to help, you know, and that's the way that things are right now, but Man, like, I just, I think therapists are really strong, in my opinion, and I'll, and everyone could benefit from a therapist, yeah. right? Um, But, dude, having a support circle yeah. is, like, for me, that, when I, when I started therapy, and I know that me and your pathways on that have been a little bit different, um... I would I was seeking like hard answers like yeah. I dealt with this trauma growing up. I I know it's still affecting me because I've spent enough personal time reading books and stuff that I know it's affecting my judgment now in my day-to-day life, but I'm not gonna go in there and like try to diagnose myself. Um well, and he 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 was really good at asking questions. You know, and, and it, it opened up areas that I knew, you know, were issues, but even if I felt like I knew how to deal with them, he had a very good perspective on, on certain things, you know, but, uh, 
I think that um, to kind of to kind of segue into a different topic, um, you know, and it could be maybe fruit checking clients. You know, how how do we know what clients that we want to spend time with, and which ones may not be good for us to spend a full day with in the tattoo chair? Right. You know, um, and what do we got to go off of? A inquiry form, uh, a message right off the rip. You know. Um, what are some of the first things that I do if I do get a DM on Facebook or, or Instagram? What's the profile look like? You know, um, I guess even one step before that would be just like, how do they type out their message? I know that I'm not the best with English and I fucking just made a post for the first time in like six <laughs> months and I fucking misspelled something. Yeah. Uh, which is still made sense, but I've fucking misspelled it. So you can't base someone's, you can't judge a book by a couple words. But if you're hitting me up and it's like, what up, Zoe? You know, like how much does peace cost? You know, right. like I have a pretty good feeling that I'm not going to want to spend a full day, you know, or, um, I got this full sleeve cover, even though I've taken on a couple of those <laughs> too right. recently. But there, there are but, some things up front that can help me decide, okay. Do should I spend time with this person, or maybe will this throw me off track? You know, because um, it's more than just the money they're bringing to the table. And the chances are, if they're not a good fit, they're not going to want to bring that money to the table anyways. But you was going to say something, and I think that uh, before we get into this topic, it would be good to discern or to maybe make a statement that. Um, it's not for us to say who deserves and doesn't deserve to get tattooed, right? That's that's not what we're here to say because I think that a lot of the statements that we're about to lead into once we swap cameras over and uh, get into this next section, we're not making these statements to say that there are people that are less deserving of tattoos than others, sure. but there are people that I would prefer to work with versus others I would prefer not to, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's so fucking valid and I need people to stop with that bullshit. Yeah. Like you don't there's, have to tattoo everyone if yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, because there's uh there's a dime a dozen tattooers, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people out there that would align with the exact person they are. And maybe they just need to meet that person, you know. But but maybe you aren't meant for that person. Yeah. Maybe that's not meant for yeah. you. And I want to validate that because there's been a lot of times in my life where I've said no to say yes. Yeah. And I think that that ultimately will lead you into uh, it's a good segue into the next section. Yeah. And it will get you a lot of good opportunities and great doors versus some okay doors open for you. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about a lot of good stuff on this episode. We started out with where do you get inspiration? Fruit checking, you know, making sure that the people I'm getting inspiration from um, are the right people for me. And I think that we've done uh, quite a beautiful thing on this episode that we're going to kind of tee up to one of the conversations we're have later on is like the consultation, right? Yeah. And talking with clients. But um, kind of what you just talked about, there are some discernments that you make when someone hits you up and uh, the beautiful thing that we've done in this episode is I think we're tying together uh, the people that we get inspired by and taking the same things that we're running those people through and doing the, a similar thing for the clients that we want to work with, right? So what does it look like for you when someone hits you up to get a tattoo to Bless me. first sneeze on the podcast? Appreciate that. But what does it look like for you to um, 
like kind of run your clients through that same like filter right it's like is this maybe it doesn't necessarily come out in the way that like okay is this person going to inspire me as i tattoo them but it's going to come out the way is like i don't know i don't i don't know exactly what you title it but i do think there's a similarity right and you kind of said a little bit on that is like i'm i'm looking for something when they reach out to me you know or maybe i'm like seeing little things that maybe push me away from wanting to tattoo them um if you have any thoughts on that just to break that down a little bit maybe if there's some like red flags i don't i that's, yeah, that seems yeah. like not right but it kind of is a sure, red flag yeah, right I mean, we're we're business owners we're self-employed we have the right to choose who and why and if we don't want to work with somebody we do you know i do think that at this point in my career uh, i have a pretty strong filter in place so once people pass through that once they actually get to me I have a pretty good idea of like, okay, we align for these reasons because I feel like I come off pretty strong on social media even, but on my website as well. I have a lot of verbiage on my website that lets people know who I am, what I align myself with, who I'm looking to work with, what I'm looking to take on. So by the time I'm getting messages nowadays, like we're pretty already synced up and it's pretty easy to run with that. But prior to setting up that filter it was all based off of what kind of message you sent through and what your profile looked like you don't know how many times like i pulled up some dude messaged me and i go to their page happen to click one of the stories and it's like i don't i don't really know the right verbiage to put it but like i just wouldn't put my i wouldn't be in the same room as this person right i like i can clearly see you got fucking pot or like, you know, you got drugs for sale on your Instagram or Facebook. Right. Or that's just, totally a thing, you know. Um, or it's just like fucking ass and titties out. That's yeah. just like random, yeah. you know, like yeah. what the fuck? Like <laughs> shit, you're, shit you're sharing, you know, what that looks like. That all played into I would decide if I, if I wanted to work with this person or not. Um, but nowadays, like I said, once we actually get to the point of messaging back and forth, I kind of already I have an idea that we align, you know. So that was really mainly it. That was mainly my filter prior to my website was like, how did you approach me? You know, uh, maybe I had to respond once and then get another response to kind of to 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 even judge a little bit more, you know, because um, I feel like I've always been pretty good in the messaging process and uh, teeing people up, getting excited or having enthusiasm and like trying to build a conversation on but if like you're not feeding into that shit and you're just like well i just want to know xyz so i can decide if i'm gonna get tattooed by you or not uh real cut dry like that's the only thing you wanted to know was the price or like that was a red flag to me you know you're not even willing to conversate or like let's talk talk have a very brief couple messages to kind of to to talk this up you know but you're only concerned about this one aspect to me that was a red flag you know because i really like working with people who have meaning for their tattoos i like doing dope stuff too that's just kind of random like that's cool but i i tend to attract a lot of clients who want memorial pieces or want to uh you know they they want to express their life story or you know really really put something on their body that had deep meaning to them. I just happened to attract a lot of those people. Um, 
but man, it was just, how did you respond to me? And what does your, what does your profile look like? What are you about? You know, do you have, are you in Facebook groups that are like building up and like, you know, do you have a community or, you know, I don't know, you know, and maybe some people might think that's shallow and we're just going to work with whoever, you know, whatever. But for me, it's, that was important. You know, if I'm going to spend hours and hours with you, I wanted to make sure I could stand you, you know, or we could relate a little bit or we, we don't really have to conversate, but like, I want it to be a a decent time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I think that's super interesting considering we just kind of delved into a little bit of like the whole, if I could ask some questions before seeing my therapist, what would I've asked? And it was price. Right. So I think it's important to highlight that, that people fucking grow and they change. Right. Because like, like I just said, my, my mindset has shifted from that point now to where I, that's not the question I would ask. It would have been about the quality of who they are as a person. Right. So for anyone that's like hearing this stuff and feels like it rubs them the wrong way, I said this in the last show, if it's about or if it feels like it's about you, it probably is. Right. But I don't think um, anything on this show is coming from a place of like we're saying it. Dude, how many times I beat that over the head? Like, we're not the fucking guys. So, like, don't yeah. take my word as like definitive. Right. Yeah. Um, and when I say something, I'm not like straight calling someone out for that either. It's just highlighting something you might be doing in your life right now that's not serving you. Right. And we've talked a lot about that. Is this serving you to have this emotion? Is it serving you to have this thought? Is it serving you to have this person in your life? You know, Uh, and I think that a lot of people can think that that's coming from like a greedy or a selfish place, but it's fucking not because um, there's so much to that. You could you could put a dollar amount to it and be like. But but you don't understand. I have to buy ink. I have to buy needles. I have to buy fucking machines when they break on me and stuff because my fucking. I, I was about to call out a company name just a second ago because those motherfuckers keep breaking. They just putting out bad machines and shit. But then you have subscriptions. You got your Procreate. You've got your fucking Mid Journey. You know, there's all these things that I have to pay for to maintain the quality and level that I'm trying to offer somebody, right? Um, so really questioning someone's price doesn't make that much sense to me now. Well, and it, I, and I think it, it's the verbiage. It's not just like, yo, what up? Cause how much does sleeve cost? Like that's not necessarily because now, right. When you do that, I know you you don't even have an inkling of wanting to give a fuck about like why yeah. the cost is what it is. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it's 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 a weird space because when someone hits me up for fucking photo work, now granted I I I don't I work exclusively now, so I don't I don't take on side jobs and stuff anymore, and that's a decision I made in my business so I could fucking slow down to speed up. But if I'm like a tattoo artist and I'm like accepting clients, um, you don't get to fucking question everything that I spend into my money or spend to make this business operate the way that it does. So when you hit me up and you're just like, how much does this cost you? I know you don't have a respect for what I'm doing here. Like it's like an immediate judgment that I'm making. And I want to make clear just, just from my personal experience or like my opinion on this show, because obviously if you're watching this fucking show, you care 
a little bit about my, what my opinion is, right? Or you're at least engaged with it and want to hear it. Um, you just when you're when you're hitting someone up like that. I know on my end that you don't care about what I have to take care of. Yeah, because you, you could you could easily just change a couple words like, "Hey, what's up, man? Love the work." You know, what does something like that cost? What does it take for me to get something sure. like that, right? Versus sure. like how much that costs. Like, yeah, what what do you need? You know, like which what do you need might have a good connotation to it. And I will say that text based communication is so. Like, yeah, it's dry. It's hard to discern. It's hard, you know, it, someone it, could mean it one way and it's totally received another. Right. For sure. So when we're approaching that like text based conversation, you've got to really, and that's where I do think being sterile is good. Obviously, build value. But when you're hitting me up like, yo, how much does it cost? Yeah. You got to understand that's not sterile. Well, well, to me, there's just no respect there. There's no fucking you know? respect and, in it. Because I know when I'm typing up messages, when I'm sending things out to people, if I'm messaging someone I've never messaged before, what's one of the first things I always say? Um, hey, man, hope you're having a great day. <laughs> yeah, yeah almost like every right time. I hope you're having a good day. Ah, uh, dude. It's so uh, easy. And the, the way that I think I explain this to people as I'm trying to explain them without coming out and being like, well, you're the fucking problem. You know, that's what I'm trying to tell you that you are the one causing that problem for yourself. But I don't want to come on, just do that because when you hear that, it doesn't feel good. So it's like you, so you understand that you're allowing that thought to influence you because I want to respect that. That's not your thought because you're obviously opposing it. You're like, man, I want to do this, but, but I feel like, Stop it right there. You feel like that tells me that's an outside thought coming into your brain, influencing you to do something else. Fucking fuck that, man. Like have some blockers or blinders. Just do what you want to do, but know that it's for a good intent. Yeah. Like, because just how it's just, it's what you have in your heart. You know, if I, if I'm doing it, but you perceive it wrong, but I know I deliver it with pure intentions and a good heart. That's all on you for sure. Exactly. It goes down to like the, you know, it's kind of like the whole, um, I don't even know if you know this, how many, do you know how many times it takes a human being to tell a lie before they start to believe it? There's no, a real I mean, number. I don't, I don't know if I know that number. Three. Takes a human being telling a lie three times before they start to believe it themselves. So when you do that, you allow yourself to be influenced by this like negative thought and then you allow it to influence, actually influence it. You're making an action based on this like predicated belief that come came to you, right? So you acted on it. You lied to yourself three different times. By that third time, you start to believe it. It's just a fact at that point, right? Let's fucking reverse engineer that. Let's 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 back it up at the first point. You know, like when someone hits me up to. Just be thankful or have some gratitude. Hey, man, thanks for following me. I appreciate it, and I hope you're having a great day. I'm not trying to seek anything out of them when I shoot that message, but if someone sends me that message and I'm instantly thinking, like, they're trying to get something out of me, I'm willing to bet that you're trying to get something out of other people when you send that message. The times that you might be conflicted with sending that message because you feel like when you're doing that, you're trying to get something out of them. 
but that's because you're doing it. That's the intent you need to, yeah. before you even send them, it's because your fucking intent is to get something out of it. Yeah. That's hard truth to learn, but that's where your heart is wrong. Yeah. Right. But you can fucking fix that. Yeah, you like you can just flip the, switch, flip the man. fucking switch, flip the man. Switch. Right. Flip the switch. And if, 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 if that, because really it's fear, you know, I feel like that that outside perception coming in will create fear that you're going to come off in a certain way. So boom, I'm just not going to take the action. And now your business is missing out because you feel like you're going to come off a certain way when you could enter that interaction. Okay. So let's say, let's say you don't take any action at all. You're not going to gain anything from it. So why not just take this action with good intentions and expect nothing from it? Right. What do you have to fucking lose at that point? Yeah. You have yeah. zero things to lose. And yeah. also, I, I'm such a defensive person that I like like to just like clean my slate. I guess when I say something a little spicy is that like I'm not telling that person like the people that do that. And they're like, oh, well, I don't want to do it because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to get them for their fucking money or whatever is like. I'm not telling you you're a bad person. Yeah. I'm just notating on the fact that I have felt defensive myself and that is an act it's an act of like protecting my ego because my ego has this mindset to it that I'm I'm good but I'm good as long as I don't like reach out to other people I'm good as long as I keep it to me and I don't like go nowhere with it because I can present people good opportunities when they do approach me but it's like you're not chasing shit though yeah you're not chasing shit you know and you're like totally holding yourself back on this like thought that either like you had yourself or someone influenced you by you know and you're acting on that again like the three lies thing you know you act on that shit three different times and you're gonna start living into it and that's when it all starts to fall apart you know, I wish that every person had like an opportunity to see a graph of their fucking life and the progress. And these graphs would like shift and change based on like their physical, mental, like, like this is what I really want. So the graph is going to shift to show that you would see a fucking massive decline every single time you act on something that you think like, oh, I don't want him to do it. Like, or I don't want him to think this. Like, that's up to them to think that shit because again, it's like, it's a reverberating wall kind of thing. If I don't do this because I think they're going to do it, I'm not going to do it at all. And the next person's not going to do it because they think that I'm doing it or whatever, you know, instead I'm just going to go in and affect the whole fucking industry with good stuff. I let any one person tell me I'm being immoral. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care because guess what? Let's say like this whole comment that I've made so far gets fucking me canceled or something like that, right? It's like the uh, Michael Scott Paper Company for all the people that like The Office so much. I like if if the Michael Scott Paper Company doesn't do good enough, I'll just start a new paper company. And if that doesn't do it, I'll start a new paper company. You can't stop me. I'm just gonna continue to have an opinion as long as I as as long as I exist. But like, if I constantly let those things infect me like from doing something good for someone else because i think someone else is going to think i'm bad you're not going to go anywhere you're going to be completely stale and you're not even going to be able to get in link with your fucking higher self at all yeah that whole outwitting the devil book i know it's you know take it how you want uh you know but uh it's a fucking great book and 
quote unquote the devil that's his goal man is to not get you to live into your true self to be a fucking uh an independent thinker or you know a master of your own mind you know it's to plant that seed of fear and now to get you to take no action now i'm not a religious guy i don't necessarily believe in the quote quote unquote devil i'm more into the universe or negative positive but uh, you know, if if you go through life just drifting, you know, how many people can you affect in a positive way, you know? But maybe that person you reach out and say have a good day, maybe you're the only person that week that's told them. Mm. Maybe you're the only person, including their family, that's fucking said it since, you know, last Christmas, you know? <sighs> maybe people just don't hear that. And that simple have a good day was all they fucking needed, you know, to be like, okay, someone out there is fucking caring, you know? And that's where to, again bring it full full fucking circle it's like you want to talk about like like who i'm fact checking for inspiration goes back to morals right when they dude because some there's it's happened to me so many times you know where i like just got a text from a random person that i needed i didn't fucking you know that i needed that shit but when i got it fuck yeah, yeah. that fuck, feels good dude. man you know and for someone like again I, I said this on a previous episode, but like tattooers tend to get put on a pedestal that either they, you know, don't know they're being put on a pedestal or they know too well they're being put on a pedestal. Yeah. And I feel like more often than not, again, if you think this is about you, probably is. If you're on that side where you like know you're put on a pedestal, you're usually abusing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that the people that are like, so on the other side of it where they don't know that they're put on a pedestal, they don't even like try to respect it. Right. Because when, when you feel, when you have that knowledge of power or the, the power of knowledge that other people look to you, like, damn, he's the goat. Like, you know, when I I don't know if I want to message him or not, you know, he's, he's just too big for me. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to message. I'm going to see what comes back. For you, you're just laying in bed at 11 o'clock at night, like, fucking scrolling through your clients and shit. But that dude was struggling to fucking message you. And for you to disrespect his value that he put on you is shitty. And on the other end of that, to abuse that and be like, well, fuck that guy. Like, he's just a fucking client. You know what I mean? Like, well, who the fuck are you, motherfucker? You get your goddamn haircut, you know? And I'm, again, that that ferocity isn't directed (laughs) at one in person because that's the way I speak to myself. You know, that's like, that's a fire I have to talk to myself that gets me amped up. So, like, don't let the type A personality sprinkle, like, scare you off or whatever. But, I mean, it's good to have a fire in your butt because, like, when I tell myself those things, it makes myself feel good to, like, get in there and do the good thing, right, for other people. It makes me feel good. To like, kind of in a in a in some ways you can kind of alive align with that starving artist thing without like fully having to be it, right? You're like, dude, I don't need all of it. I can just bless people, man. You know, yeah. I can just be good for people as a person, and that's gonna build up my tattoo brand so much. I'm not yeah. even be worried about clients, you know, because I'm just a, such a good person, you know. And dude. I would I would be so willing to let people tell me I'm wrong if they could prove it wrong. Yeah. I I, re- I really would be down. I I would love to have people that differ on that opinion come onto this podcast and show me what their like data is. Yeah. 
because it, it would educate me ultimately, but I really have such a strong belief in it. Considering the fact that I've been through it, like I, I'm just a product of that, like, like starting out constantly feeling like, oh, it's, it's all bad. It's not going to be good. It's going to, you know, I'm going to have to struggle through this. I'll make it through, yeah. but it's going to be at on my dime and on my time and at a fucking cost to my mental health, blah, blah, all this, that, and, you know, and my, my ego when really you could just fucking let go of all that. You could let go of it, and you're like, man, I'm going to make someone smile today. Yeah. I swear yeah. to fucking God. It's like, I, I wish I could make people see that, but it's probably going to take a couple years of living into that before you start seeing the effects of it. And and that's just what I was getting ready to follow up with, is like, that that can be deeply instilled. I mean, years and years, and it's like, we say just flip a switch, but it's not just that easy. It's flipping the switch is just deciding to try. Make a, make a difference. Conscious decision, you know, and, and when you're feeling that feeling, flip that switch and you're just, you're just realizing it. You're just understanding, okay, okay, I'm feeling this way now. Okay, let me try to change that. I'm feeling this way now. Let me try to change. You're going to feel that for a long time. So much. I like, mean, years into the game, you're still going to feel that, but it's that conscious effort to catch it. And then adjust. And then eventually, it's going to adjust, you know? And and it, it may take that sticky note on your driver mirror. You know, it may take that on that, that handwritten note on your bathroom mirror with the fucking dry erase marker. You know, it may take that alarm on your phone that tells you you're a good push, person and you need to do something more than yourself today. You know, and it, but it's, it's intention behind putting those up. You know, and and helping you check that voice, mm-hmm. check it, check it, check it. It, it does, It's way easier to believe that lie than to believe something good that you're not used to. It's way easier to do that than create the habit. That's what I was about to say. It like might feel uncomfortable, but dude, that's your. I'm telling you, that's when you know. That's when you know you're starting in the right direction. Is when it feels like, yeah. man, I feel silly, but there's and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. God, I hope no one gets in my car because there's like 40 sticky notes in here. That is the starting point. Yeah. That's that's it. That's the flip of the switch because that switch, you know, I, I think I maybe hate that analogy so much because when we flip a switch in real life, the lights turn on immediately. Yeah. But in that switch, it takes a lot longer for yeah. the lights to turn on. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay for it to take longer for the lights to turn on. But you've got to see the light. You yeah. have to see the vision that it's going to happen because you want it. Yeah. You want to like do something more. Like when I tattoo someone, I want them to be like, damn, yeah. I'm about to cry because my fucking arm is transformed. Yeah. You know, it's not like, and again, not to like devalue people that have like the, the cool shot personality because, you know. I think that's a an angle of tattooing that can never go away. It's like part of what makes tattooing tattooing, right? Is like the we have we have this term. I don't know if we've coined this term enough yet for it to be popular or I mean if someone else coined it, but the cool guy. Yeah. Right thing. The cool guys are so important to the industry. And I think that I don't know if I've ever said that because the way I kind of discuss cool guys when we're just like one-on-one which i try to be fully transparent here is like i fucking hate a cool guy 
I, I, don't, I don't like it because, like, you know, you, you act like you're too good and your artwork is, like, above everything else. But, like, motherfuckers are making masterpieces, like, out of fucking riding their bike to the shop when they're yeah. 17, 18 years old, you know? Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't click with that, but there's something about the quote-unquote cool guy or like the maybe sometimes considered like an old head type deal it's like dude you guys have so much respect for what you're doing that like yeah new people can't touch it they they, they fucking agree with that fucking touch it you know and um because i because i know like tattooing is literally their life Money or no fucking money. It doesn't like, this fucking matter. I'm in here for the game, yeah. right? Like, and new people can't touch that with a fucking 40-yard stick. And I know in a, one of the previous episodes, I kind of, like, went on on old heads a little bit because I, a lot of them don't like the way that tattooing is going because yeah. it's more optimized now. And, like, dude, if I want a client, I'll just get online and fucking yeah. crank it out for, like, 30 minutes and get one. Old heads used to fucking grind, get in the dirt, you know, have their shops burned down, windows fucking busted, you know, cars out fucking slash tires and shit like that, you know. They had to actually hustle and, like, get cool with people and, like, earn their stripes to get their clients, I think. And I'm not an old head, so there's so much more to that that yeah. I can't even talk on, but there's been people that I've spoken with that have told me that story and uh it was just a lot harder i think i think just more respect was built you know and and the the attracting clients wasn't the hard part it was earning the respect of the shop or the people you were trying to tattoo with that was the fucking hard part you know not not you throw up a big flashy sign out front you're gonna have people walking in your door you know so it wasn't the it wasn't that part they had to you know to earn it was the fucking respect right the brothers and sisters they were tattooing with that was like holding them to a standard and you know those fucking cool guys the old heads y'all motherfuckers know respect better than anyone yeah. i think in a lot of industries yeah. you know a lot of service people don't understand respect like you do yeah because you've and, gone and even dirt. even a uh loyalty you know That's throw right, in there man. you know um but i i do th- real quick i want to jump back just a little bit to something we had mentioned and I don't want you to think that we're telling you all this just so you can charge more. I don't know if that was something that was on the radar, but we're not telling you to just approach people with a certain way just to, for financial gain. I think, I think for me personally, it just makes me feel better, you know? So I just wanted to throw that out there because so many people could see like, well, if I, I don't want to change who I am just for finance, but at the same time, they're like dealing with self-confidence issues, poor, poor self-image, you know, second guessing, living in fear. But I don't want to change for money, you know, but you're still, you're still battling something within yourself, you know? So I feel like if you do implement change, make it just about being the best person you can be, help inspire, but then in return, Whatever aspect of your life you want to grow will grow, and that don't have to be finances. Right. So I just wanted to throw that in there a little bit, but um, again, we do need to to change the camera here, and I think that you know we've we've hour and a half in. You know, I feel like there's still a lot of good conversation to be had here, but you know we've given you guys quite a quite a bit this episode, and I would love to get some feedback, and then maybe we could fucking 
dive into this again you know maybe if there's some different aspects we could we could dive into mm-hmm. um if you have any any last thoughts that uh you're feeling that should be added in here well yeah I, and i think that ultimately like you know playing off of what you said um I, I i do think there will be a time and a place for us to talk about finances and that may be bordering on a lot of the subjects that we talk about because it's so easy and i want to validate that because I, I said on this 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 episode that when i was like looking for therapists i was worried about pricing right so sometimes your life is dictated by what finances you have to come to you but dude me and you are at two different price points uh-huh. right like me and you may have two wildly different levels of income now of course like there's like respect involved in that and stuff but me and you still see the same values in life and we still seek uh a level of i want to say like i don't want to say contentment because it's like not that but it's like peace there's we we both seek an equal level of happiness with ourselves and we both come from different walks of life too right you've got a family i don't like you know um you've got a whole tattoo business but i don't like you you service different clients but i service one client you know but we are still ultimately finding an equal value in what we're affecting people by and how we're changing people's lives at different price points yeah right and i think that using that if we're if we're speaking present term if we're not speaking present term and i'm five years into my journey we're and you're fucking spot on. Uh, you know see, what I'm you're, saying? And you're, you are right. Spot because, on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you could say that, but in today's day and age, because I don't look at you and be like, you charge more. So, of course, you can talk more about like this stuff than I can because I don't make as much as you. You know, maybe my house doesn't cost as much. You know, maybe I struggle more with bills than you do, Chris. That don't fucking devalue, devalue like how much I care about my own happiness or who I am as a person or what I put out into the world and affect people, me and you are equals, right? And that's how we've always treated each other, right? And that's the same for every person fucking listening to this. I don't give a fuck at what price point you're talking about, and I think that it's awesome that we haven't brought up a dollar amount yet. We haven't brought up a single dollar amount yet. All of these principles still affect every person that's listening to this. I don't care if you're a fucking tattooer, hairdresser, uh, per- person that cleans someone's cars because we got one of those in our life. I don't care if you're a fucking animal. I institute doctor. Like yeah. your value that you're putting into the people in your life or the people that you don't even know that are in your life yet because your higher self knows they're there. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be a good person and yeah. what I need in life and what I deserve is gonna come to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just because I'm a good fucking person. Yeah. It's super hard to trust and have faith in that because like being a good person doesn't feel good all the time. It doesn't. And it, and it, I, you know, I don't think that it's ever just going to be that fucking easy to be a good person. It's not supposed to be, yeah. you know, you're supposed to fucking learn. There's, you're supposed to get scars, you know, you're supposed to get I fucking, mean, I mean, would I even want to learn from you if you didn't have those battles? If you're just telling me X, Y, Z, but you don't deal with it. Do I even want to learn from you? Or do I want someone who's like in the struggle grinding it out with me? 
you know? I would rather be alongside someone 100%. and feel like my leader is shoulder to shoulder yeah. with me. And fucking... leading by example. That's, yes. that's leadership is spelled E-X-A-M-P-L-E, you know? Fucking fire, man, you know? So, if I was to leave anyone that has heard this episode and is, you know, looking for something just to tie this in a pretty little bow, it's like, you're worthy there, there's a lot more that you're able to offer people right now. I don't care where you're at in your journey with whatever the fuck you're doing. You have so much that you can provide people that doesn't have to be assigned to a dollar amount that would get you millions in return yeah. and fucking cancel me if I'm wrong in five yeah. years. Because if you started today with the right intent, you'd be leaps and bounds ahead yeah. and i'm talking about for yourself your family your friends you know your potential clients your current clients i don't i don't give a fuck of what it is because the higher the higher self is just it's got it figured out you know yeah. you could call it the universe you could call you could call it um what like energy or i don't know yeah. you could call it whatever you want god but it's it's got it figured out already but you've got to be open to like just fucking like just be good. Yeah. Just be good to other people and you're going to be fed, man. And even in a world where things seem dark, everything's fear, everything's divide. Even in a world where it's like, man, I do so much for other people, but I don't see nothing back. There's people out there. There's people out there that want more, want to do better, want to build others up. You just have to fucking find them. And you, you don't know? know that you might be the fucking person doing it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's a client, a fellow tattooer, or even a shop owner, yeah. your child, your significant yeah. other. You might be the person saving their fucking life. Yeah. But until you start stepping into, like, stepping outside of my finances, like, you know, I finances are important. But, like, man, is it really my fucking priority? Is Am I going to put the dollar amount above how much I'm, like, how I'm treating other people? You know, am, am I really going to do that? Yeah. I think that comes down to a moral place. Yeah. And ultimately, the people that look up to us, I think, are more often than not, in today's world, going to put our morals in check. Yeah. You know? And that draw it full, full circle. Yeah. I think you got you to gotta be leading with the right intent. And when you do that, you're not only affecting other people's lives to the better, you are undeniably shifting your own future. Yeah. to the better direction when you just decide to uh, live with more love and live with more intent and just make the world a happier place make the world a happier place make <laughs> it a better know? place you know and yeah. i you you all can do that and let me let me say this because sometimes i think people deal with like oh, physical things just a heads up the camera stopped like fucking a few minutes ago oh so. shit i mean it's been a minute so it might not even be recording right now it might not be but even if you guys are staring at a fucking the cover art right now or something like that i want to say this um oh fuck my bad dude. what was it i fucked you up well you you have no idea that you might actually literally save someone's life today mm. you might yeah, actually dude. do that like i'm i'm it get it gets serious on this podcast but dude yeah. if you really it's up to you, and yeah. it, it's not up to this, you know. And I don't think that 
you could argue, oh, Chris and Tim are just doing that for the, you know, doing you this can, podcast you can for themselves. Tell it matters to me, dude. I'm fucking trying not to get teary eyed every over here. episode, baby. You know, it's like <laughs> we're know, here for does. the fucking game. You know, it we're here matters. for it. And if you, it's, if I challenge any person listening to this right now, it's it's not about us. We we need you to start making the fucking action. You know, and I want to say that me and Chris are playing our part. But the world don't change overnight. You know? Bible says the fucking earth got made in seven days. But it didn't fucking change in seven days. You've got to start making an action today. You've got to start thinking about it. And that's what I'm here for. As much as it fucking drives my heart into the fucking earth. Six feet under, man. Makes me so angry that I don't affect people more. But I'm doing my due diligence. Yeah, I'm showing up. Well, I'm trying to tell people. You've affected more people than you know. You know what I'm saying? But that goes to the fucking audience too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Any anyone you know who leads with the positive light, you know, do they might not tell you that you affected them? But that that's not what you're going for. You're giving without the expectation of getting in return, and you just you just have to know what you're doing is is good, and and you're leaving a positive impact. And that shit will come back to you at some point. But don't let the world harden you. Don't get caught in the trap of, I'm not receiving anything. I just need to quit showing up. I need to quit reaching out because none of my family hits me back. Let me just, you know, they, they don't value me enough to reach out to me. Why should I reach out to them? That's a fucking trap right there. And it's a it's a hard one to resist. It is. But, uh, yeah, baby steps, you know, one step at a time. One little thing at a time, you know, and the fucking compound effect will take place, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was that was good. It was great stuff. Um, I'm fucking stoked on what we talk about, and it's something we talk about a lot. I want to talk about more, you know, so let's hear some input. We're so, I'm still waiting on a bunch of people to show up and and uh, feed this fire, you mm-hmm. know. Let's, let's keep this bitch rocking. Right. So. And I think that... Uh, you know, it goes to show that we've been holding, withholding conversation yeah, uh, in years, personal man. space because this, yeah. you know, because I think that there's, we talked about this like briefly. It was like, oh, well, don't tell me at the shop what we want to talk about on the show because let's, let's save it for the show. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it, this is what it's for. Yeah. It's like, there's got to be a message you're trying to put out to the world. And this, this is what it is. You know what I mean? So. Time for the Patreon, so we're about to jump off here, y'all. Yeah, we got to get some stillies in, you know. Yeah. But appreciate you guys for tuning in. 100%. I'm going to let you know where you can find the socials. Um, like always, More Than Tats on Instagram. If you type in More Than Tattoos in, in Google, you're probably going to find all of our different pages. Um, but if you've been digging the show so far, check out our website. You know, if you want to support the show in a cool way, go buy a shirt or a hoodie or a fucking beanie or something we got all that stuff on our website and Um, if financially you can't do that share this with somebody that could fucking use it man comment i mean simple stuff that uh don't require no finances yep so because and to tell you guys if you don't know like youtube for example if you like this video on youtube if you heart it or like save it you know get notified hit that bell notification it tells youtube that this is good stuff you know, there's no way of YouTube 
getting in here and be like, damn, Chris and Tim are talking about some good stuff. The people need to hear it. They're reading numbers. And, yeah. you know, those numbers are bullshit, but we need your help, yeah. you know? Because um, I would like to speak to a larger amount of people because I think a lot of people need to hear stuff like this. But, uh, yeah, all the support helps. And, of course, we have the Patreon, too, which we're about to jump into. And that's $1 a month. I mean, yeah. in um, every... I, I, I want to say, you've already said this before, but all the money that we get from the show goes back into the show. Um, so just know that when you support the show, you're supporting getting it to more people and you're supporting uh, people getting better with their lives and being happier, you know, I think. Um, so without further ado, you know, I, I really ain't got nothing else. I'm really excited for the next couple episodes because we're talking about some really good specific tattoo things are going to help a lot of people like physically i think um and we got a guest coming up which is going to be yeah. super cool yeah he's going to provide a lot of value to the show yeah um so fucking without further ado we outy we outy you guys have a fantastic week and very much appreciate you for coming on the show peace have a good night guys <laughs> <laughs> can you tell the personality differences there <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> <laughs>